Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones. Robert Brzezinski with you, episode number 21. And now, the good news. I'm pretty excited this week. There's a lot of interesting stories that I found. Now, I try to keep it only to about a half a dozen and not ramble on all day long. However, today, what I really want to talk about is a combination of different things that we talk about on this program a lot. Now, you know I get a lot of my stories over at thegoodnewsnetwork.org, and I encourage you to check them out. Today's no exception. Today, I want to look at a company called Heliogen. And Heliogen is an energy startup. It's just gone public with an announcement of a new technology. And it is concentrating solar energy and reaching temperatures greater than 1,000 degrees Celsius. That's 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit. This could be a solution to the climate crisis all in one place. I seem to remember seeing this technology on cartoons, in cartoons when I was a kid. They're using computers to take a whole bunch of solar mirrors and then let the computer focus all those mirrors and focus the sunlight into one location, using that to create an ultra high temperature. And that then allows them to create fuel. This could replace fossil fuels. It could be used in uh, manufacturing, cement, steel, places that require lots and heavy and lots of heavy fuels. They believe they can hit 1500 degrees Celsius. And at that temperature, heliogen can start creating hydrogen or syngas. That would be able to take us off fossil fuels forever. I think you might hear a lot about this company in the coming years. It's really interesting stuff. I encourage you to go over and take a look at their video and read the article. This is pretty cool. Take a bunch of mirrors, focus it in one place, create an ultra high beam of energy light from the sun, unlimited, no fossil fuels. It goes a long way towards this idea of creating a world that works for everyone. And I want to send an applause out to New Zealand. Uh, They passed a historic carbon neutral bill recently. The vote was 119 to 1, and it provides, uh, it, it demands that New Zealand become carbon neutral by 2050. Good work to the New Zealanders. I know they're going to have a lot of work to do around this. However, they've got a target. Great work. Now, one of the ways that we can really do the work of shifting our planet in this climate crisis is planting trees. And you know I've talked about planting trees here on this show quite a bit. We have numerous stories about planting trees. Well, here's another one. Los Angeles is giving out free trees for yards and neighborhoods. And you can get up to seven trees. 
Now, you have to be a resident. You have to prove that you have uh, the property for it. You have to sign an agreement that you'll water it and take care of it for up to five years. And you can pick from several different tree species that are all drought resistant. You can basically sit at your laptop, probably sit on your phone, and order up a tree. Schools, businesses are all encouraged to apply as well. Churches can get up to seven free trees to help beautify your property, but also to help counteract the effects of climate change. Right on, California. See, everywhere I turn, folks, I start to see where we are making an impact. We are making the shift. Individual acts by different individual people are making a difference in the world. And we're starting companies, and companies are forming and building up around new ideas. A planet where borders are irrelevant, and we've all figured out how to get along. And we're all working in our own ways to keep the planet healthy and alive. I believe in a planet where we should never have to worry about a species going extinct. And that's why I'm really happy about this next story. The humpback whale population has bounced back. Current estimates are that there are approximately 25,000 mammals left. They were down to only 450. That's a big thing. So in the 60s, protections were put in place and a new study has found that they've made a great comeback. We're doing it. Kudos to everybody, anybody that's involved. Now, the study was published in the Royal Society Open Science, and this is great because it means we, if the humpback can come back, sorry, if we can support this species, this, this mammal in coming back from the brink of extinction, then we can protect all life and support all life that's out there. Sometimes we need to be able to support and protect the life that's closest to home. This is a kind of an older story. I was directed to it on Facebook. It's on the Doctors Medical Center of Modesto, California. It's on their Facebook page. Now, this is from a handful of months back. This was back in March they released this photo and this this uh, post. It's uh, gained some attention around in different places. And it's really cute because the hospital was looking for a way to reduce the sense of trauma going into surgery, especially for young children. And they bought a little black Mercedes car that children can, a child's car, that can they can drive into their surgery and drive from their room down to the surgery, to the, to the operating room. Well, it was such a hit and so popular and the employees loved what was happening that they've purchased a second car and they now have a pink Beetle as well. So they've got a black Mercedes or a pink Beetle and these little children can drive themselves into the operating room for surgery. It reduces the stress. It reduces the fear. It makes the process go better. Kudos to the doctor's medical center for finding a heartfelt and innovative way to lessen what's definitely a scary situation, especially for young ones. And our final story today is another one that touches me at the heart level. Jesse Mercer 
is a longtime resident of Paradise, California. Recently, I watched a documentary on Netflix around the campfire in Paradise. And Jesse, uh, her father lost their home, their, their tattoo studio in that fire. And she realized as an artist that she needed to do something. And she watched her father pull out the keys to a home that didn't exist, to a business that didn't exist. And she saw her inspiration. She started talking with residents and listening to their stories and allowing them to process their grief and their sorrow and their anger and their hurt. And she learned how to weld. And she crafted a phoenix made up from all the keys, from all the people whose stories she listened to. It's a beautiful piece of art. And then the city gave her the key to the town of Paradise. It's the first time they've ever done that. And they gave her the city, the key to the city. Kudos, Jenny, for finding an amazing way to represent a city and a people. You can learn a lot more about Jesse over at the Good News Network and the Phoenix Key Project. That's all I've got this week, folks. I hope you have a great week, and I trust you find the good news in all the stories that cross your desk. Until next time, peace and blessings. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio, positively inspiring.